is up, everyone. It is Wednesday night, 7 p.m. So you guys know what that means. Another edition of the Buffalo Blitz right here on the Built in Buffalo Facebook, YouTube, our brand new YouTube channel, and Twitter network. I've missed you guys. Last week I did an episode, but it was pre-recorded at some uh, college things I had to do and had to take care of. So we did an episode with Zbot. That was awesome. You guys killed it. Almost 2,000 uh, views on that on Facebook. That's awesome. But obviously it wasn't a live show. So tonight we are back in the live show format, which means you guys can comment down in the comment section, Facebook, YouTube, you can comment. If you're on Twitter, you hop over to Facebook and YouTube to drop a comment. If not, you can stay on Twitter. We're going to have, once again, me and Z, like Z-Bot and I did last week, we're going to just have a conversation. We're not going to get into the X's and O's yet. We'll get a little bit of Tremaine Edmonds, Jordan Porter, maybe an offseason need, but there's still a lot of time to get into draft talk, free agency talk, all that fun stuff, and there hasn't been a lot of Bills news outside of the game. That has dropped. If you guys want, you guys can follow me on Twitter at DBACPeter on Twitter. Post some draft stuff, some bill stuff, and some other stuff as well. But make sure you guys follow everything Built and Buffalo. Keep doing the great things that Built and Buffalo is doing. And like I said, the comment section is open. So if you want to join the show, do it through the comment section. We can ask any questions, anything you guys want. Get anything off your chest, still reeling from the game. Talk about the Super Bowl if you really want. And we'll do that. So, guys, we'll go to about 8 o'clock. And we cannot do that without our guest. Let's bring her on. T, part of the Built in Buffalo Network. How are we doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I appreciate you coming on on this Wednesday night. Thank you so much, Peter. I really appreciate you. And I love your show. You know, we talked off air. You're, you're the man. Thank you. I appreciate it. But before we get into uh, a fun conversation about the Bills, which is it's always fun now at this part of the season, but before we get into that, where can everyone find your show, what you do for Built in Buffalo, your social media, all your stuff? Well, you can find me on um, Twitter, TSL, um, right there at the bottom. I'm on Thursday. I go live at 2 o'clock on the Built in Buffalo Network um, Facebook page. Um, it's me and Mike. We have a conversation. We don't take ourselves too serious. He's a jokester, so we just bounce off each other. We talk football, and, you know, sometimes we'll talk about other things. But going in the offseason is going to be hard because, like you said, there's not a lot of Buffalo news, but we'll we'll spice it up for you guys. Yeah, and, yeah, guys, make sure you guys check it out on Thursday afternoon, so a little uh, during your day, actually, instead of the yeah. usual nighttime shows that most Bills content creators in Built in Buffalo uh, does and yeah, I always forget this. I always forget to mention this. My podcast or this podcast, this episode turns into a podcast tomorrow morning. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, if you prefer that version. Oh yeah, I, I always forget that. I always forget to plug the podcast. Me too. And mine's drop on Saturdays. Okay. <laughs> I do the live show on Thursday, and it drop on Saturday. So if you can't go catch it live, you can catch it on on Saturdays. Yeah, I always forget to plug the podcast. Always yeah. forget to plug the podcast. And comment section is open. I see Roy on YouTube. We can start with this. I, like I said, guys, this episode, this show is kind of, if you guys want to dictate it through the comment section, you can. We have some tidbits. But like I said, still a ton of time. We're here every week. Free agency, um, the draft talk, uh, if Bill's news drops, there's, just too, there's a lot of things to get to when it happens. But, T, I'm going to start with you. You watching the Pro Bowl on Sunday? Um, I might watch it this year. I haven't been watching it because of um, it's just not interesting. Um, I see they're changing it up now with like some skill stuff, dodgeball and stuff like that. I probably will watch it just for to see what's going on. But other than that, uh, it's a, you know, popularity contest for me. Yeah. Look, they're moving to flag football. Like the game in itself is flag football on Sunday. Um I would probably say I'm not going to watch it. I don't know. Like if, if I'm doing nothing and I happen to flip on the TV, I'll put it on. But I would rather do a lot of other things than watch the Pro Bowl. They still do it. It still brings in enough revenue and stuff. Uh, still enough of uh, viewers. So the NFL keep, keeps doing it. And I understand that Josh Allen's not participating in it. Mm-hmm. He's golfing this weekend. He's in that Pro-Am tournament. I think he tees off like 12, 15 around that yeah. time tomorrow. I don't know where you can watch it, but I'm assuming people can find it. You can watch anything these days. Right. I'm assuming people can find it somewhere online. But, yeah, Josh Allen not participating. He was obviously one of the three Pro Bowl selections for the AFC quarterbacks, but he's not participating in it, which is good. I don't know if you want Josh Allen running around flag football playing. I, I, uh, I no. I think like, I, I think, yeah, I think I'm good too. I mean, again, I just I, – I don't even think guys – of course, it's incentives. If you get a Pro Bowl, yes. you get, you know, this and that. So – it's an incentive, but when it comes to players, I don't know if they take it 
too serious because it's just not interesting. What I'm like, we were just talking about the nineties and stuff back in the day and I'm kind of dating myself. They used to play football. Like they, they would yeah. tackle and all this stuff. And now it's just not a thing. Yeah. There's too much money on the line. Like I know like people talk about the incentives and it's good, but what Josh Allen gets paid, the incentive is just right. not worth it in his sense to suffer a major injury that would set him back another year and what he means to the franchise. So, well, cool. He's a pro bowl. I love that for him. It's awesome. And then, it, and then it gets watered down when nobody participates. Allen's not participating. Burrow's not participating. Holmes is obviously not participating. He's getting ready for the Super Bowl. So in that AFC, it's Trevor Lawrence, it's Derek Carr, and it's Tyler Huntley. <laughs> That's like you, you kind of – I don't know where we're going with that. You know what I mean? Like it gets to a point where you're just like, okay. How did Humphrey – Huntley? Huntley is his name? Yeah, Tyler How Huntley. did he get – There's some – some, there's some weird role that he somehow got placed in. He eventually, I think it got, I have no idea. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I seen thought, it. I was like, wait a minute. Huh? Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, We got another comment. Jeffrey's coming in. First time checking out the live stream. Appreciate it. First time watcher. That is awesome on YouTube. Appreciate it, Jeffrey. After all the restructuring, I'm assuming you're talking about uh, the financial situation. How much are you thinking? we might have to work with the, the, the financial situation is very interesting for the bills. Obviously the NFL moved their uh, cap up um, coming into the season, which helps every team and obviously helps the bills, but you also have um, a lot of players on the books. Brandon Bean's going to have to do some maneuvering. He's going to have to go through uh, a lot of maneuvering. He's probably going to have to restructure Josh Allen's contract, mm-hmm. make it more of a signing bonus that clears 20 something up million. Um, it's gonna have to take. A, it's gonna take some maneuvering. I trust Bean to get us in a calf space position where we can spend. But I expect a lot of guys to not a lot of guys to be cut, but some guys to be cut, like the Tower Mechavages guys of the world, Taiwan yeah. Jones, Tower Dotson, like those type of players to free up some space, some dead but he money. He did it when he first came in as um, as the GM, so I expect him to just yeah. to do it and, again. And in my opinion, the caps the cap is fake. Like the cap is. Kind I'm of with you. you I'm so of, with you. You can make everything like we like. T, you can make Josh Allen's contract coming into this next season a signing bonus, right? That frees up like twenty something million, um, in cap space right there, or that opens up twenty more million. You can keep doing that to people. It's kind of like there's a there's a way around it. Like if he yes. wants to spend, and I expect them to add. I don't, I don't think they're going Von Miller hunting this off. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think anybody thinks that. But I didn't think that last season. So right. Who no, Who knows? Um, like remember the Saints were like negative, like eighty five million in cap. They're now like, fifty two. Yeah, they're up now. They have more money than they were down like eighty. They were negative eighty. Now they're up fifty. And nobody has like one day people just woke up and they're like, oh, they have cap space. Like how did that happen? And it's right. just signing bonuses. It's offloading people. It's complicated. That's why usually when I tell people like cap space and like I usually just say. Let the people tell you what's going on. Like, let yes. people break the news to you. When I mean people, I mean, like, Schefter, Rappaport. Like, everything works itself out eventually. Like, you're going to know. If you try to go to the – you can if you want. If you want to go to Spot Track and you, like, break down everything. But I'm, I'm good. Like, that I'm stuff good. gives me a headache. Um, Brandon Bean is the GM. He's going to figure all of that, that out, the money, who comes, who goes, yeah. who stays, who doesn't, who restructure, who won't. Like, we'll figure it out. If they want – if they want – um, Tremaine, they'll yeah. they'll keep Tremaine. Believe me. Yeah. So we'll, 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 we can get down the road. I'll, I'll, we'll talk about Tremaine Edmonds yeah. tonight. Um, are the new playoff OT rules apply to Super Bowl? I'm pretty sure. I would I would assume if the new OT rules apply to, uh, apply to the regular season or the playoffs, that they would apply to the. Super I thought Bowl. we were going to have one with Kansas City and um, Cincinnati. And that, yeah. 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 I was I was I was thinking like oh it might be a might be a OT game which would have been cool because we kind yeah. of we've never, we haven't seen the new format yet right and it'd be I know, obviously most people rooting for the Eagles, um, but it'd be cool to see it in the Super Bowl because yeah. that would also mean it, it would also mean it's a great game if you're rooting absolutely great, if you're rooting for the great game aspect if you're rooting for yeah the I Eagles, just want a great game actually I don't want to yeah, blow out I just want a great game and want two yeah. guys or two teams fighting it out to the end whatever because yeah. we don't even have a stake in this game so you know. Yeah, of course, Jeffrey. Always trying to help out everybody. We got a lot of comments on YouTube. If you listen on Facebook, you guys can also drop a comment. But we're getting close to our YouTube channel being up a thousand subscribers and our brand new YouTube channel. So that is awesome. So we're gonna keep going here on the show. Um, see, I want to, I want to, I want to talk about before I get to some of the banners I wrote out. Um, when the Bills lost, um, this is a question to you. When the Bills lost to the 
Bengals a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago in the division round, and uh, people react. People react really angrily. People react really harshly, and I let people do their thing. I thought via your social media, like what you tweet and on our Bill and Buffalo chat, you reacted in a very positive way, in a very good way, and in my personal opinion, to compare it to others. How do you how do you react that night? Like how do you react like in such a positive way after um, um after such a tough loss in the division round? I think a lot of people need to take um, because I yeah. you know it's a long season. It's a long season for these guys. And I cannot ride. I can't ride a roller coaster. And so my emotions, when I'm watching the TV, when I'm watching the game, I'm in it. I'm involved. I think we all are as Bills fans, but these guys went out and fought. So I, I, I always have to give it to them. They have to have, we as fans have to have grace. We have to, because they hate losing. They, Josh, um, Diggs, they all said it. Sean McDermott, you could see it. They want to please the fans. They want to please Buffalo. So this season was just so hard. So I was just like, you know, I think we need to step back. And it went 13 and three this season. 13 and three. Yeah. You know, so it was a great season. No, it's not how we wanted it to end. But I just thought it was just, it, we had a great season. You know, so yeah, no, we did. Like, and not a lot of there's only a handful of teams, and there's literally only a handful of teams that can say they won 13 or more games this season. They won the division, obviously, they won beat the Dolphins, and then they get they got they got kind of got beat, uh, beat down in that Bengals game. There's no right, sugar, there's no sugar coat in that. Um, and it probably wasn't their best overall effort as we've seen from this team, but yeah, they went through a lot like that. Everything that happened in the offseason with the tops mm-hmm. shooting. And uh, Dawson Knox, um, brother dying, but not even even outside of that, the Demar Hamlet thing, because right. other stuff was so, sort of outside. Obviously, the top shooting was horrible, but it wasn't mm-hmm. a direct effect on the exact right, team. Right. That makes sense. The Demar Hamlet situation was obviously a direct and the, the most direct effect it could have on a team in a season, and that was a football player uh, dying on the field twice, or dying on the field and on the way to the hospital. His heart stopped twice, so. Yeah, or he stopped breathing. I believe that's what I think. Yes, that place. I want to make sure I get that information correct there. But yeah, look, and I think we forget about that in the game and the motions. We forget about that, and I don't think a lot of the players are going to excuses. They didn't make a lot of excuses, but even in that uh, before this playoff start, Dawkins came out and says we're going to do our best. We know what we can be, but this has been hard on us. And look, you understand. And sometimes you like a real answer from a player instead of that absolutely uh, cutter answer. But yeah, I I just wanted to note that how uh, how well I feel like you handled it because thank you, I I'm appreciate not that. Give a crap on people in built Buffalo, but I wasn't happy. I was pissed. Um, I try to stay off social media the best way I can, but my tweet was like I I, I forgot the exact words, but I says like you can be disgusted about what happened, you can be disappointed what happened, but you also could be happy about how good this season was. There's right. both things way, and I also my biggest pet peeve, and I said it last week. How people bash on how people react to losing in the playoffs. You can react in any way that doesn't mm-hmm. harm other people. In any way, you can be really mad. You can curse. Who cares? It's Twitter. Like we're all grown ups. You can go curse. You don't have to curse at people. You can just tweet the f word over and over again. Right. That's you. You venting. But you also can have your way and be positive and spit, making it a positive light, which not a lot of people can. My biggest thing is don't uh, don't. Go at people for how they react, right? To a loss, yeah. unless, obviously it's a detriment unless they're doing something like, yeah, for sure, illegal for sure. stuff. So that I just wanted to touch on that because I thought you reacted in a, a good way. Thank you so much. Roy's coming, and those players are human. Yeah, I think we also do forget about some of these players are humans. I I think I forget about it. And I think we all do when we watch a game. I think you know yeah. sometimes we're just like, just you just in it. You know what I'm saying? You're just like, what are you doing? Why didn't you catch that ball? Or What's going on? When some people yeah. are down on the, on the like when, when they're injured, or whatever, you're like, just get up. You know what I'm saying? And you just yeah. forget like these guys are athletes, of course, but they're not robots. You know what I'm saying? Even no. Josh, when he got injured and he didn't shot the ball down the field, you're just like, how is he injured? Yeah. He just threw the ball 70 yards down the fields. I, so we forget. I, yes, I think you 100% do always. Um, So we're going to start talking about some of the. Um, the coaches, we're. I think this is uh, appropriate to talk about Ken Dorsey. So <laughs> obviously, Ken Dorsey coming off his first year in the NFL, and we're going to touch on these because there's no new news in the Bills' uh, world right now at the moment. He's currently still the OC 
I expect him to stay the OC. And I, I always – and I said last week, if the Bills were going to make an OC slash DC firing, it was going to be Leslie Frazier and it wasn't going to be Ken Dorsey. So, so T, I want to get your initial thoughts on Ken Dorsey's first year as a Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator. <laughs> it's his first year. Um, was there going to be some ups and downs? Yes. In the offseason – Everybody was just assumed it was going to be smooth sailing because Ken Dorsey was in this offense somehow, right? Yeah, he was a quarterback. Right. But listen, it's their first, it's his first full year play calling. Having Josh seeing, of course, he's seen Josh and he's with Josh in the offseason, but having that pressure of you making those plays and you being in Josh's ear and you telling Diggs the whole offense how to run I think it was a lot it was a lot for him did he have some bumps absolutely did he have some wide receivers in the same spot absolutely did there some games that we're like what the hell is that Ken Dorsey absolutely but also Josh when he first came into the league David was his first offensive coordinator too and they had some bumps they didn't click until maybe year three so I don't know if, if fans are ready for that that long road with Ken Dorsey, but it's it's his first year. It's his first year. So, yeah. Look, there was really good with Ken Dorsey. There's a couple games that you pinpoint to you: the Rams game, the Titans game, the Packers game, um, or the first half of the Packers game, the Steelers game. I was at. Uh, even the Dolphins game was good. That's the the second one of the regular season. Even though the third quarter was bad, um, there's a couple other good games. I can't just pinpoint them in my head right now. Oh, the Chiefs game I thought was pretty good. The Chiefs game, yeah. And there was also games that you're like, oh, crap, what is this? The Jets game. The the, the, the Minnesota game was like... The Minnesota game was it was good and then it was bad. We saw yeah. a lot of like not a full 40 minutes, uh, right. full 60 minutes. I don't know. Right. 60 minutes, think of basketball, 60 minutes from the middle. So like, yeah, the Jets game, that, lo- that loss where you're like, ooh. Minnesota game was good offensively for the most part. Ah, uh, that Browns game was iffy. The Lions game was good, and I guess the Lions turned out way better than I think we thought at that time. Um, the Dolphins game in the playoffs was up and down. It was good, mm-hmm. and then it got really bad. And then I and I, I and I think that's what it is too, Peter. Is that we we know what this office can do. That's the problem. but also to, also too, I think Ken Dorsey gets away. He where is Diggs? Like sometimes I think is Diggs hurt. Because he's yeah. off the field or he's not in the offense at all. Like, why are we going away from our number one? T- and sometimes he's not even bracketed. Sometimes he's just not. He's just not on the field or just not being seen. And you go yeah, back and watch the All-22, you're like, dude, he was open. Like, what is this? And Diggs had an incredible year. He was a second-team All-Pro. So it wasn't like Diggs had a, a bad year. He actually had a better year than he did last year in Dable's final year with the Bills. But something that I, I take away from the Bills, I think – when watching their offense, they scored 28 points per game, right? They were had one of the best and scoring offenses in the NFL. But for some reason, I got while watching the game, it felt painful to watch sometimes on offense. It was like it was they made it so complicated. You watch Kansas City, you watch Cincinnati, you watch the Eagles. I feel like they make their offenses a little simpler. It's a little easier yep. to run. I thought for some reason, and this could be totally wrong, that the Bills offensively got very painful to watch they got very complicated they made it harder on themselves and i think uh-huh. there was a couple reasons or a couple reasons why that happened in my opinion they got rid of the play action game like they just didn't use play action or they didn't use play action they didn't use something that the 49ers use a lot with brock purdy that bootleg where the quarterback Motion. motions out kind of like hands it off to the running back and or not hands off it fakes the handoff and uh-huh. runs out to the left or to the right and he's on the run and i think josh allen on the run is deadly He's uh-huh. obviously that great arm. His accuracy has been very good um, since his rookie year, and his ability to run is scary for any linebacker in any corner. So you have to kind of go. You have to kind of defend both sides. It's not like Tom Brady or Peyton Manning rolling out. Right. I think we got. We didn't use the bootleg, the play action, and then the most important thing is in the passing game scheme, the short passing game. But the short passing game just went completely away. I, yeah. I think back to the Miami Dolphins wild card game. That third and two pass to Khalil Shakir in the middle of the field. It was caught by Shakir. This, I'm not talking about the one that he eventually dropped. The one that he like kind of reached up and caught. Yes, An yeah. amazing catch by him. But great catch. So it worked out. Third and two. How, why okay. are we? 
It's two yards. What? Are, why are we taking shots? I get it, and I get it. He was open, but it happened too many times. It even happened in the Bengals game. We did it a couple times. They got rid of that short passing game, and I don't know why. But every every play has a check down, and yeah. it's up to Josh to either take it or not. And sometimes when it's right in front of your face and you see that I could take advantage of the ball down the field, like that Miami game, it really it bothered me because I get it. They were pressuring Josh to hold. They were blitzing out of – they bringing everybody. And I get, I, get, I get it. Yeah. But it was just hard to watch. And I get what you're saying because the Cincinnati game was like they went down there with ease and it seemed like we – we're pulling teeth trying to get a play. Like it was just like, why does it look so hard? It, it, why does this offense look so hard? And they did that a lot of the times this year. And obviously, in the regular season, you're going to play teams that are not as good, so you can get away with it, right? Um, no offense to the Browns, the or the Bears, the Lions, or the Bears, or even the Jets at that point because their defense started falling off a cliff, or the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You can get away with taking deep shots and on a first down because you know you can get the ten yards in second right. and third down. Playoffs, you can't. Like that's just not it's tight. Not it's too tight. Have, every it's too tight, and every play is important in the playoffs. And I agree that Bengals game still obviously sits in the back of my mind because why wouldn't it? But the Bengals offensively, and we can go to the defense in a bit on the Bills defense. But the Bengals offensively mm-hmm. looked like everybody was open, and everything was easy. Flip side to a Bengals defense that is good, not great in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Everything was hard for the Bills. And it wasn't like one weather was affecting the other. Both teams had the snow coming down. Both teams had the wind. They were in the same stadium. So, you know, there's nothing there. And for some reason, outside of like outside of one drive where the Bills scored that touchdown, and even it looked hard on that drive, it looked like it was virtually impossible for the Bills to move the ball. In the f- ball but, Peter, on. you wouldn't even known it, it was a home team, the way the Bills are playing. No. Because they looked like they were the away team. Yeah, like, that I mean, game still – like that game – I get why people reacted in such a harsh manner. We won 13 games, obviously 14 with the playoff win against Miami. You go to the Bengals game and you're just like, you think about it and it, like this is this isn't our team. Like this didn't look like the team that we saw the whole year. You lose to the Chiefs, right, in the year before with 13 seconds. And that Bills team in that regular season, they were 11 and six. There was a lot of up and downs in that season. Mm-hmm. They were really good in the beginning of the year. They were really bad in the middle of the year, like really bad. They didn't have it this past year. And then they were really good to end the year, and they were really good in the wild card game. And then they thought they got their stride, and they did. And they played really good in the playoff game against the Chiefs. Offensively, defensively, there's some questions. Offensively, they were amazing, and yes. they just got burned at the end. That's what but happened. But I think also, too, it's the way they competed in that game. Yes. They competed in that game. They, they showed up. Josh Allen actually won the, won the game for them. He did, yeah. He got off the field, and you know what happened. But they competed. This last game – They did they didn't, it, it, and so and that's where we're at with it. It leads such a sour taste in your mouth because you think about, and we're obviously we're talking about Ken Dorsey here, but it, right. it leaves such a sour taste in your mouth because you're like, like I said, it's not the team that we saw all year. Why? Right. We can get into X's and O's, but it just wasn't the team that we saw all year, and that's unfortunate because that's the lasting memory you're going to have mm-hmm. of the season. And I get it, and it's hard to go back and try to watch some of the highlights, and you do because the season was great. I went to the Steelers game. That was an awesome game to go to, that 98-yard touchdown to Gabe Davis. Yeah. I love that. Um, and that was my first Bills game since at, in Buffalo since 2017, and I was at the Patriots game. I was on the sideline for the Patriots game. That was um, pretty cool. That, seen that. that was awesome. That was an awesome game too. So I have great memories from the season, but you think back to that Bengals game, and it's only two weeks away, so maybe in a month it would be a little different once the season ends. And I, It always yeah. helps once the season ends. Yeah, I'm gonna watch. I every before we go into our next season, I always watch the last game of the you, season. You watch the whole game? Yeah, the, yeah, I do. So you're gonna just watch? To, wow. Yeah, just to get it out off off so, of me out of my chest. So yeah. you watched the the Chiefs game? The, the yes, game. I did. I was. I yeah, yet. I haven't went back and watched it yet. No, you haven't. Oh no, man. I'm not doing it. It's I see like the Bills some of the touchdown highlights. But, like, I always see that final one before the Chiefs obviously tied the game, that touchdown, and I think, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And then I think, oh, like, I just see the time. And I'm like, <laughs> dang it. And I'm not going to use the words I would probably would use in that situation. But, yeah, I don't, I, I'll go back and I'll analyze some of the film from the Bengals game. But I don't know if I'm going to go that in depth. And I do that, <laughs> I'm a big draft guy. So if you guys follow me on Twitter, I post a ton of draft stuff and I'm starting to do okay. a Buffalo Facebook stuff. Um, I'm a huge draft guy. I've done some scouting already on like 
Cool. I got some things. I'm a massive draft guy. So I'm gonna throw I, some guys at you um um during this during this offseason then. Yeah, I'm a big draft guy, so I love the draft. Um so that's what could be a lot of it doing on social media and the show. But we're not there yet. And I, I don't know if you saw this, T. Um our wide receiver coach, Chad Hall, yes, is interviewing for the Ravens OC job. And when I first saw that, I was like, okay. And I was thinking, I was kind of thinking before I thought about the Bills, the Ravens side of it. Do you really want to bring in a first-time play caller for Lamar Jackson, who's going to be back next year? They're going to yes. franchise tag him, but it's a critical year for the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, in my opinion. Next year, would you want to bring in a first-time play caller? Like I know what the Bills did, but that he was he was your quarterbacks coach. The Bills, Ken Dorsey was he was on their staff for a handful of years. This is a guy that was a wide receivers coach, was never called plays in the NFL, and wasn't on your staff or right. your organization the year before. Doesn't it, it doesn't make it doesn't sense. add up. It doesn't. I, add up. I know I wouldn't, especially when you just fired. They fired their OC, right? Yeah, Greg Greg Roman, Greg Roman. Buffalo Bills OC. Yeah, we didn't want him here. Um, Mm-mm. because he's more run heavy. He yeah. was. Um, yeah. so I I wouldn't do it, but I don't want Chad to go anywhere. So I don't I don't I don't like this move at all. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, Diggs has had his best season under him, so I don't want this guy to go. If anybody makes me nervous, is this this one right here? I don't want him to go anywhere. No, I agree. I look. I, I would be shocked if he goes anywhere, but maybe they see the enticing of him being yeah. in the Bills organization, Josh Allen, Diggs, the Bills offense being one of the best offenses in the NFL. But it would be mm-hmm. very interesting if they went a first time play caller. Yeah. Who guy wasn't in the organization? That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, Roy's coming in on YouTube. Dorsey, inconsistent, no imagination, lack of innovation. Year two, he really needs to step it up. Let's not waste a franchise quarterback who's coming into his prime. I would say he was inconsistent. I think we agreed. The offense was as a whole. and Whoever you want to pinpoint it on, I don't really care. But inconsistent, I would agree, the offense from time to time. Um, imagination, I actually think um, his imagination wasn't great. I, I think they, like, the bootleg needs to happen, the play action, like simple imagination, not like crazy concepts here. Yeah, no ring around the rosies. We don't need that. But. No, but I don't think they're wasting the franchise quarterback. He won 13 games. He's top five MVP candidate. Like, but this see. is the flip side to that, Peter. If we yeah. if we say we don't want Ken Dorsey, right, mm-hmm. and you don't want to waste your franchise quarterback on wasted years, which they're not, you're going to get another you're going to go to get another OC in here. So are you going to wait? Like we cannot, this is why I'm, I get frustrated with people on Twitter is because mm-hmm. it's like, it's his first year and you're going to go get another guy and it's going to be his first year. So yeah. you don't, you don't want to take the time with Ken Dorsey who Josh Allen asked for. We didn't yeah. ask for him. Josh yeah. Allen asked for this guy. Unless you go out and get like, uh, I don't know, like, like the Tampa Buccaneers are interviewing. It's he's Todd Monk and he's the OC from mm-hmm. Georgia, University of Georgia. He was a former actually Buccaneers OC a handful of years back. He's great, but it's a guy that doesn't know the organization. Right. Like they're never going to move off Dorsey. Nobody expected that. I wouldn't say. I would say he was inconsistent from time to time. I agree with that, but not to an extent where people make it out to be. The imagination part is the part Rory where you yes. get on the most. I think we, he needs to be a little more creative. Maybe he wasn't. And not even more creative. I think he needs to probably make it a little simpler on him in the sense of play action, bootleg, short passing game, run the ball. Like, let's go. And they're not wasting your franchise quarterback. They won 13 games. They won mm-hmm. not including the playoff game. And they won the division. Like, and I get the frustration because what was the point of getting um, Naheem Hines if you didn't put him in offense? They didn't use him. No. No, no, I agree. They did not use Naheem Hines. They didn't use a, a difference maker. We saw that Patriots game, how good he was in the open field. Yeah. And it took forever to get James Cook involved because I think James Cook is a stud. I, I think he was a, he was really good this year. I think he's going to be a bona fide stud. I also yeah. think Devin Singletary is not coming back. No, I don't, I don't think – and that's and that's my guy too. I don't think you like you're back. a big Devin – I'm a big oh. Devin Singletary guy. Yes. But yes. he had a ceiling. He had a peak. And yeah. he also – they're not going to pay. Like No, they're not going to pay him the money. We don't we don't got the luxury this offseason to go pay – the backup running back, especially if you have two um, running backs Hines and that Cook. can do well, yeah. Yeah. you know, and they're going to get probably get one in a draft. So, you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, <clears throat> great host. I appreciate, appreciate it. I like your, I like your name. Comedian Mo Brown. That's a cool YouTube name. Yeah. Kind of cool. Cool. Um, 
watching from Branson, Missouri. Awesome. awesome. Thank you, Michelle. Appreciate it. Um, Jeffrey. Okay, Jeffrey, who do you want the Bills to get then? Okay. Wait, get a my, real my, type? And my, my, I, I don't like alienate people that comment because I appreciate everyone that comments. And every time I come at someone that comments or disagrees with you, it's an, it's all love. It's just us disagreeing with you. So yes. Please come back and keep commenting. I love it. There's no hate towards you, Jeffrey, if I disagree with you or I agree. And I think T uh, agrees the same. And we most people in Buffalo do. But who do you want the Bills to get? to replace Dawson Knox, who's a really good tight end. Is he Travis Kelsey? Is he George Kittle? Is he Darren Waller? Darren Waller or Mark Andrews? No, 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 and no. But nobody else is. Like, there's not, like, it, there's not 50 good tight ends. Tight end position is very thin. <laughs> very thin. You're not going to go, unless you want to waste your, not waste, but if you want, you want to go use your first-round pick on a Michael Mayer from Notre Dame or a Darnell Washington from Georgia. But I think the Bills have way more pressing needs than to take a tight end at 28. And they just paid him. They're not going to get – And he had a decent year. I thought yeah. he had a pretty good – Look, is he someone that they need to be more used in the offense? Yeah, this yes. this offense maybe – I don't think it's tight end friendly. No, it's not. And it should so, – it has to be. It should be. And he did, even in the Miami uh, – did he have t- he had touched on the Miami game. I think going into the Cincinnati game, he either had five or six straight games of having a touchdown. Yes. I don't really need the yards from Dawson Knox. If you no. have Diggs and Davis, and if they bring in another receiver, which I think they're going to do via, via draft or free agency. I think another, they have to. I think they have to push yes. Davis, Davis back down to third or fourth or something like that. He cannot Perfect. be second. Perfect. I agree with you 100%. But then at that point, you don't need Knox. Would I want Knox to get 150 yards? Yeah. How sure. many tight ends really get that outside of Travis Kelsey? The dude from – not even that. Um, The guy from um Baltimore, Andrews. Yeah. Yeah, and Travis Kelsey is the number one target. Yes. Dawson Knox was, I don't know what he fi- finished in. Four, uh, what, I don't know what he finished in target shares, but at least he finished third. He was okay. not, and you would think, right? Would he, I, I don't know what he finished. I third. don't even know. I don't he was even definitely know. behind Davis, had to be behind uh, Diggs. I don't know yes. who, who would yes. jump him. Well, yeah, yeah, so he's third, yeah. So he's definitely third, so he's not even the number one offense, and he's not as good as Travis Kelsey. Nobody's saying that, but – yeah, they're not going to go. They got a real tight end. Jeff. We thank you, though. <laughs> not, appreciate the comment, though. Um, Roy's going to be watching the XFL. Yeah, I'm not. I am, too. You're going to watch it? Yeah. You're an XFL person? I just like football. football. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a good answer. That's a really good answer. I know what was also coming back, the USSFL or US. Which one is it Um, Dwayne Wade does? Is it the SFL? Oh, the, oh, the Rock? Yeah. Is uh, he part of the XFL? Yeah, he's the XFL. I think. Okay, that's yeah, that's the one I'll be watching. I, I love football, so I'll probably be watching football just to. I don't know. I just love. I love football. No, I love. No, I I, I probably won't watch it, but <laughs> I'm I not like gonna it. like. Hey guys, the game's on. Everybody, come over. I'm not doing that if it's you're on. Not stop, you're not. You're not planning your day around that. No, 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 no. Um, Jeffrey's coming. I think people need to realize that they want to change. It's going to have to be a change at the top, which isn't going to happen yet. And then he followed it up with. I and I want McDermott here. Yeah, I know there's been a lot of hate on McDermott. Um, oh NBA, gosh! But people need to uh, calm there. Calm Jeff everything. Wants to fire everybody. Yeah, but then he did, he did, he did respond after I want McDermott here. So I guess oh, okay. He, I guess he says, but yeah, look. Sean but the thing about it, y'all do know the the scheme, the defensive scheme philosophy is Sean McDermott's and Leslie Frazier. Yeah, yeah. Leslie Frazier's been around in the NFL, and he's high enough up in the NFL. And has enough credibility to make somewhat of his own scheme with. Right. Obviously, Sean McDermott has a hand in that, um, of course. But yeah, Sean McDermott's not going anywhere, nor do we want him to go anywhere. Do we remember the coaches before Sean McDermott? Uh, Rex Ryan, um, Doug Marone, Ch- uh, Chan Gailey. Um, yeah, Doug uh, Marone looked, took the money and ran. Yeah, Doug Marone was good for a year and then left and then stunk. Yeah. Well, he did go to. I guess he went to an NFC, he went, AFC Championship with the Jaguars. But besides yes. that one year, he was very poor um, as a coach. So yeah, you can say you want changes and not want to fire McDermott. That is okay. That is a thing. McDermott <laughs> wants changes. Bean wants changes. This this isn't good enough. The, this team can win a Super Bowl. So it's stuff's gonna happen. They're gonna add players. They said it in their presser. I, I oh, think okay. that. Um, Brandon Bean was frustrated because of 
the money they spent out was not what they got in return. No. no. So Roger Saffold was not oh. what they got in return. Von Miller was really good and then got injured. So that's I guess you can put it I'll put an asterisk next to that. Um it'd be very interesting how he comes back in year two. I'm trying to think of other people. Jameson Crowder. Got no return. Yeah, and I love the Jamison Crowder thing. Yeah, you got nothing out of the Roger Saffold. Um, Ryan Bates, he got good and he got very bad from Ryan mm-hmm. Bates. I think he, I think Ryan Bates is one Spencer of the Spencer Brown. Spencer Brown. It was a draft pick, obviously, but you got nothing from him. Yeah. Um, besides being a turnstile. I think the only one you did get something from is Daquan Jones. Yeah. And I was really shocked because um, I didn't know, like, coming from, I think it was from Carolina, right? Tennessee. He was at Carolina, and then he went to Tennessee. Okay, Tennessee. I was just shocked that you know they got they. He's, he's, he's on a two year deal, right? Yeah, he's a beast. I was I was reading something. I was like, I was afraid he wasn't going back next year, but then I, I searched. He's on a two year deal. Yeah, he's yeah, all, yeah, yeah. He's a, yes. he's a stud. And you've seen that they missed him that Cincinnati game. Yeah, hundred percent. And when they said he was out, I was like, oh no, okay, yeah. no pressure. They're not going to get any pressure. So I was just like, just because he takes up two. Two guys. Yeah, he's a, so, he's a man eater. And yeah. being said, we haven't got the return from Ed Oliver yet. I I agree. Ed I was Oliver's, shocked. Ed Oliver's been very good. He says some very good games. Mm-hmm. He's also had some games where you're just like he doesn't show up. Yep, he this said there's a, a lot of meat on that bone. They picked up that fifth year option, so he has another. He's coming back for another year. And oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, he's a fifth year option. They picked. He's a first round pick, so you obviously get that fifth yes, year yes, option yes. on the first round picks. So they picked up his fifth year option going into this past season, okay. which made sense. I get it. You get that flexibility. Use the flexibility unless the guy is not good. And Ed Oliver is good. He's not what I think they expected when they drafted him at number nine. Yeah, he I think I think we were. I think as fans too, we were expecting a lot more. Not the Aaron Donald type of a guy because he's just not that. There's, no, there's only one Aaron Donald, right? But I think we expected. Something of show up every game, kind of, and not just spurts, and not just for Dallas games, and not for you know what I mean. Show up for every game, so yeah. You know. Tampa Neal's coming in, hosts of Breaking Tables on Mondays and Thursdays, part of the Built in Buffalo Network. Guys, check that out on Facebook. Um, I would say O line is more pressing issue, but our O line has three Pro Bowl players. Um, yeah, <laughs> Roger Stafford is a Pro Bowl player, which is um, no hate on Roger Stafford, man. No hate on him, buddy. He, he said he is com- he's coming back and he's going to prove everyone wrong. Yeah. On what Tampa team? Neal. What team? Because I hope it's not the Bills. He's a free agent. Yeah. So just let's hope, unless he wants to come and be a backup. I'm okay with that. Um, I mean, that was Jeffrey- rough to watch. <sighs> Yeah, it was a brutal, brutal watch. Uh, Jeffrey has a good comment here. I'll, T, I'll get your thoughts on this first, and then I'll answer. Where do you see the more pressing need? O-line or wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills? Oh, my gosh. Um, I would have to say O-line, always protecting Josh Allen for me is top. Josh was beat up the last two playoff games. He, yeah. I've never seen Josh with blood on his shirts and his sleeves and just physically just drained. Like we got to get that. That man got hit. I want to say his second year as the quarterback might've been the most if he got hit this year was the second most. You got to protect him. You have to. And it also opens up the, I agree. I'm look for this. I would, it'd be awesome. Like we can go back and forth wide receiver go on and, it's more fun if I say the wide receiver. I love the wide receiver position. I think they're going to have to add. But if I had to choose one, it would be the O-line. I think you have Dawkins plugged in at the left tackle. I think that's not going anywhere. Um, Mitch Morris at the center, I don't think that's going anywhere for next year. We can get it. After that, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll get down to another year after that. Um, I think Bates either plugs in at the left guard or the right guard position. I think that. They need another add another guard. Mm-hmm. And they need to add a right tackle that can compete with Spencer Brown. I think they go guard in the first round or tackle in the first round. I think they can even trade up for that. I think you have to go get a legit right tackle or a legit left guard slash right guard if you want to move Bates to whatever. But yeah, no, no, can't you move Spencer Brown in or no? You could, you could. But do you want to try that? Like yeah. risk that? You know what I mean? Right. It, it. This is a year where like you're not rebuilding anymore. You know what I mean? Like you right. Gotta, you get, Take a right tackle in the first round. Take a guard like Cyrus, Cyrus Torrance from uh, Florida. He's a left guard. I think he's going to be a stud. Um, you can take him at 28. There's a couple right tackle prospects like Broderick Jones, uh, Paris Johnson. I think they'll 
those guys will be gone before the Bills pick unless they trade up. Uh, this other guy from Ohio State, who's obviously f- he's doing really well at the Senior Bowl this week. I'm surprised um, you're not there. Well, you're you in school too. I'm in school. I wish I could be at the Senior Bowl. Oh, that'd be awesome. But no, I'm in. <laughs> I'm going to class every day. I'm in school. But yeah, he's another guy. I forgot. I think it's Danwin Jones. I think I pronounced his first name right. He's a freak. Like just his, he's a freaking nature. Like just you look at him, he's a freaking nature. And I think he's another guy. So there's gonna be options for the Bills. Maybe bringing another veteran guy. I don't know, but I agree. I think Owen is uh, a need. Is a big need. Roy's coming in. YouTube is popping off tonight. Well, that's that's awesome. If you guys on Facebook, you guys can drop some comments as well. Trade Ed Oliver. That's been a hot topic of conversation among Bills people on Twitter. Because mm-hmm. if you traded at Oliver, you would have next year Daquan Jones, Tim Settle as the only two D tackles at the moment, unless Jordan Phillips comes back uh, for another year. They could always bring Jordan Phillips back, and he won't cost that much if they want no. to bring Phillips back. You would have to add another D tackle. Um, but Jordan Phillips is going to be needing surgery, so do you see yeah. him being ready for the season? Probably not. I, I'm not against the Ed Oliver trade. I'm really not. I don't know. I don't know. I, I was. I kind of hesitated in the beginning when people talked about it. What what are your thoughts? I'm with whatever, like I'm with whatever that works, especially when it comes to Ed. I'm just, I guess I'm just done with, with Ed. I I really am. Like I'm, we need some production in that position. And I just, I I also think you can like, you can do another Daquan Jones signing. Like if you hit on, because they hit on the Daquan Jones signing. mm -hmm. Do you trust? I think I trust Bean to get another cheap, reliable, because, Daquan Jones didn't cost that much. They no. tackle. I think that could be an option if they want to trade out at Oliver. Get some picks, maybe. Right. Uh, some financial. It would also open up financial. Yes, lot. I'm about to say you can free up. Yep. A lot. The at Oliver yeah. trade, I'm not against it. I think that's a very good avenue if the Bills want to go down that path. And especially if the Bills are like, okay, we're going to pay, play his fifth year option. We're not paying him after. We don't want him. Then trade him. Then get money, get picks, get maybe another player back in return that can help you in another position. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna start doing trade mock trades at this point. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm not gonna start pulling stuff out of my you know what with trades. Right, right, right. But it would automatically if they don't get players back, open up salary cap space. It would open up cap space. And you know what? Bean's gonna do all of that because maybe, of the fact that it's so tight. Maybe the get salary another, cap is so tight. I think you can get a second round pick for it, Oliver. Ooh. I think that would be interesting. Potentially, at least a third. You're not getting a, obviously you're not getting a first for it. No, 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 no. Maybe the Bills settle for a third and like a future fourth, mm-hmm. something like that. I'm not against. Um, that'd be kind of interesting. And then it would be, you get a third, maybe maybe a third, a fourth, and then salary cap relief. That's not a bad trade off. That's not, not a bad one. Not, you get some extra picks, and maybe the Bills can kind of harp on that, and also can use it to move up in the draft in earlier rounds because that's what I'll be uses. You're not going to get picks. Um, but yeah, and Alvarez, extra maybe, picks. But Ed Alvarez is a legit trade candidate. Is a legit trade camp. Yeah, in my, for in my sure. Um, you have Daquan Jones. You have Tim Settle. If Jordan Phillips comes back, that'd be awesome. Um, or maybe not awesome. That could be an option. Um, yeah. So I think Ed Oliver is a hundred percent trade kid. Mock trades would be going down a deep rabbit hole. Yeah, I'm not trying to go down that rabbit hole right <laughs> now on a on a show where we have 15 minutes left. And yeah, no, nah, we're stuff. good. I think maybe if I want to construct a Twitter post, I can maybe uh. Do an Ed Oliver mock trade, see what happens, see if Twitter just goes, you know, what on me. Um, but <laughs> you're gonna, on me. but maybe you're yeah. gonna get lit on Twitter. Oh my god, people, people coming from everywhere, different yes. parts of the freaking world coming at me from oh, yeah. fans with stuff. Um, this will, this is gonna obviously segue into a nice spot. I'm gonna ask you, T, first. Should the Bills bring back Tremaine Edmonds? Yes, he's young. His upside is great, and I know this season was maybe one of his best seasons. We seen last year, towards the end of the season, he was getting he was getting better. I think this season show that his potential is great. Now it also depends on that money, on where, you know, how much money they're gonna give Ed. I don't know if the money that What's his name? Was it Rokon? Rokon, uh, the guy? Rokon, Rokon Smith. Uh, he's on the Ravens now. But right. Yeah. I don't know if that messed up his market. I don't think so. Um, two, two different positions, right? Kind of. Yeah, they play similar off-ball linebacker, mid, right. middle linebacker kind right. of. Right. So, I mean, it whatever. It kind of set the value a little bit. But not, I think Rokon Smith's 
a step above where Tremaine Edmonds is. Right. Gotcha. I just think whatever it is, you need to try to get Tremaine. I mean, because some guys, other teams don't want to throw in the middle of the field because of Tremaine. And that's, that, that's a player that, and I, and I know Bill's mafia has always been on Tremaine. We don't trade him, trade him, trade him, but they seen the value of him when he was not in. So we, we got to get Tremaine back. I think it's such an easy answer. Tremaine Edmonds has to be a Buffalo Bill next year and beyond. He is obviously a vocal point of this team. He's a leader. He's a stud. He's one of the best middle linebackers in the National Football League. T, you're right. People don't like to throw over the middle of the field. Also because Matt Milano, but Tremaine Edmonds obviously has a huge part in this. The Bills are going to franchise tag him. I 100% think the Bills are going to franchise tag him and then work through a contract. I don't think they want, I don't think the Bills want Tremaine Edmonds to play on the franchise tag because that will sit around 20 million. I think the Bills will franchise tag him so they can obviously keep him. That's kind of what the franchise tag is and then kind of work out a contract around the 12 to $15 million range. And he's kind of the best tackler on the football team. Yeah, him and Milano are the two best tacklers, in my opinion, on the team. Tremaine Edmonds could be a Buffalo Bill. I have no doubt in my mind yeah. Tremaine Edmonds could be a Buffalo Bill. But the prices, I don't know. I'm hoping 12 to 15 mil. Franchise tag is at 20. They're not going to let him play on the no. franchise tag, in my opinion. They're going to franchise tag him and then work out the contract. So it kind of gives, like, you franchise tag him, and then you're like, okay, we're going to do the contract, but let us do some other moves first, and then we can get back to you. And that happens in March, right? Franchise tags? Are yeah, I forgot the deadline, but I think yeah. the Bills – I expect the Bills to do it. And I think Bills fans would be good. Okay. And then we got to work the contract out. So it's, mm-hmm. just, it's a two-step process, in my opinion, for Tremaine Evans. But he has to be back. He's one of the best defenders on this team, one of the best players on this team. He's a young, vocal leader. You're mm-hmm. not just going to gut him. You're not going to gut – because that just opens up a – a whirlwind yeah. of players, and there's not a lot of middle linebackers you can just draft and develop right away. No, and, and you drafted this guy and you developed him. Why do it again? When you're yeah. on, well, you took you took two cornerstones in that draft. You took Josh Allen. You took Tremaine Edmonds. Right. You're not letting that one cornerstone walk away unless right. the cornerstone was a bust. And Tremaine Edmonds is nowhere near no. a bust. So, no. I expect Tremaine Edmonds to be a Buffalo Bill for the next four to five. Years. Yeah, and definitely next year. Tremaine Edmonds isn't going anywhere. Yeah, in my opinion. for sure. Um, yeah, um, Roy's coming in, most polarizing player on the team, Edmonds. I, polarizing, you think he means in a uh, good way or in a bad way? I think. Uh, I hope a good way. way. I think, uh, I don't know, polarizing is kind of a term that's kind of tossed around in a good way and, and a bad way at the same time. I, I hope it's a good way. But yeah, Tremaine Roy. Edmonds <laughs> needs to be a Buffalo Bill. This next person might not need to be a Buffalo Bill. Is Jordan Poyer. On the way out, T. What do you think? Well, I mean, his wife said they love to live in Miami. So if I'm taking it from her, That's I think he's gone. Um, and, it, and listen, Jordan Poyer has been a stellar back there with Micah Hyde. And for us fans, we didn't have to worry about safeties. But the money, again, is tight. And if they already had negotiations and he wasn't okay with the negotiations and you brought in a different agent, I just don't see how they go to the table and agree on an agree on a contract. Cause I think it would already happen personally. Yes. So when you, I think I agree with you when you kind of take the Jordan Paul, you kind of have to put your emotions to the side, right? Yes. There's no problem with somebody saying, I don't think Jordan Poyer should be a Buffalo Bill next year. That is not disrespecting what Jordan Poyer has done to this team. He's been great for these five years. He's been amazing. He's been a leader. Him and Mike Hyde have been the best safety duo in the last couple years of the NFL. Mm-hmm. You're not going to pay for a 31-year-old safety. I am sorry. Happen. It's not going to happen. He was great this year, but he was injured multiple times. Yes. Played through injuries, which we I great. respect you. I respect you, Poyer. You're an amazing player. But you can tell his body started to decline. Michael mm-hmm. Hyde is a full goal for next year. He was a full goal if the Bills beat the Bengals. DeMar Hamlin's a different story. We don't know where we're, we're not going to get there into yet. But yeah. the Bills can obviously draft. There's a couple guys, Brian Branch, Antonio Johnson in the draft. I think you can get a cheap veteran to plug back there. I think the Bills. Yeah, yeah. The, the free agency. So, you know. He's also going to get money. Someone's going to yeah. pay him. Look, 
if he takes a discount, he's coming back. Is he taking a discount? I, no, I don't, I think, don't think he's taking a discount. No, he's not. I mean, listen, would I hate to see Jordan Poirier in Miami? Absolutely. Would I hate to see him with the Jets? Oh, that'd be painful. That's brutal. Poirier, Absolutely. Just one solid Poirier. Don't go to Miami, man. Go to like Tampa. Live in right. Florida. Go to Tampa or something. I don't know. Don't but go to I Miami, mean, man. Business. Come on. This is a yeah, business. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You and know, the Bulls are not in $80 million in cap space where they can just play around and throw money at people. If you right. could, then you would be a Buffalo Bill. There's a, people need to understand that saying Jordan Poirier shouldn't be a Buffalo Bill next year is not disrespecting what Jordan Poirier did to this team and what he what he's meant to this organization. It's a business. It's a financial business. You need to bring back Emmons. You need to add wide receiver pieces. You need to add O-line pieces, maybe even a D-tackle. Jordan Poirier yeah. does not fit into that situation with Micah Hyde coming back, a fully healthy Trey White, mm-hmm. uh, a full year of OTAs and offseason for Kyrie Elam, who I think looked really good from time to time. Absolutely. Who's going to be a stud, in my opinion. Who should have played more. Is, yes, and he will play more next year. Don't worry mm-hmm. about that. Secondary is going to be okay. I think you can draft a guy. You can also plug and play a guy. It's going to be okay. Jordan Poirier won't be a Buffalo Bill. And, you, you know, and speaking of all, like, Jordan Poirier, money-wise, there's also other. <clears throat> we have a kicker that we have to resign. You have a um, uh, what a quarterback that may not come back either. So there's other positions that oh, have yeah. to be and signed. You need to add people, and yeah. you need to add people. And, so, yeah. so Jordan it's Poirier, financial. It's a financial situation that the Bills are in right now. It's unfortunate oh. um, that it got to this and that they couldn't negotiate a contract oh. in the offseason. Um, but. I think they were just too far apart where the Bills, yeah. where the Bill, what Bean and the Bills wanted, and then what Poyer and his agent wanted because I guess Poyer wanted to hit the market. And I get that. Yeah. Um, what's up, Josh? Josh, part of uh, Built in Buffalo Friday nights. Awesome. What's up, Josh? He does Built in Buffalo live. Him and Luca on Friday nights. They also do a ton of content. Bills chat podcast. Yes, they do. You guys, I, Josh, I don't know how you have a job, man. And do all this stuff because you and they push that content. Oh Oh, man, goodness, you guys are pushing. I do a good amount of content. T does a lot of content. I tweet a lot. Dave tweets a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you guys are doing, but man, you guys have keeping going. What you guys are grinding on, and I know you guys got families. So yeah, good for you, Josh. Um, (laughs) let's see. We talked about this earlier, Gary. But yeah, we'll mention. I think it's a must. Yeah, I think I I think it's pretty simple. Not pretty simple. I think it's uh. It's a must. It would be tough. Did you know? Um, also, too, I think because everybody was saying that Edmonds might go to Pittsburgh, but I'm like, <clears throat> his brother is a free agent. His brother is a free agent. Man, so ready? why ready? not bring his brother over here? You remember mine? He he's the replacement <laughs> for Jordan Poyer. Boom. He won't be cheap. I mean, no, he will be cheap. Excuse yeah, me. He, he yeah, 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 yeah. Because I I could have sworn that's, they cut him a- last year. They they didn't pick up his fifth year option. Right. You okay. know how we picked up we picked up Ed Oliver's fifth year option. Yes, they didn't yes, pick yes. his fifth year option up. So he became a free agent and they brought him back on a one year, like three to four million dollar deal. And he was oh. good this year. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like his price would go up from three to eight. It was it's gonna be still around the same. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're talking. That's pretty I like sure. That. I like that. Terrell Edmonds, um, he'll be awesome. So yeah. Yeah. Jim's oh hey what's up Jim um Jim used to t- tune in the show a lot it's been a while since I tuned in but glad to be back awesome Jim we'll be here oh, every Wednesday 7 p.m. Eastern and if not we'll do a pre-recorded live show that will come out at 7 p.m. Eastern on Facebook and YouTube I know you listen to Facebook but we shows every Wednesday um so yeah off season free agency draft we got a ton to get into it's gonna be a blast um yes, it is. or somewhat of a blast does anybody care about the Brady retirement um. I put out a video. I have another podcast called Talking Sports Podcast um, on YouTube and on Apple Podcasts. But I put out something on Twitter and I did a little video just breaking down the Brady. I I, it's, it, I care in the sense he's a legend. We can hate him because we're Bills fans and he beat us so many times. Um, my biggest thing is, T, I don't know, when I initially saw, saw that, I was like, is he just pulling our leg again? Like, yeah. Is, is he coming back again? So I, I until the season starts next year, I'm not going to rule out Tom Brady coming back. Uh, when I seen the video, because it was, too, it's, you know, I seen the one last last year when he did it. He didn't seem like he was emotional. Yeah. This one, he seemed like he was emotional. And maybe because everything that happened with him this season. But hopefully he's done. Because he didn't look 
He he looked bad. He looked bad this year. Yeah, and I, looked, I think Tampa Bay had some issues. Offensive oh, yeah. line issues were bad. Uh, their center they made lose three of their centers or two. Yeah, of their they centers? lost like everybody on the yeah. inconsistency at receiver position, injuries at the receiver position. Todd Bowles bad uh, first year. Um, they fired Byron Leftwich. Yep. Um, so Tampa Bay is in kind of a rut right now because I said in the video I put on social media this morning, Kyle Trask is the only quarterback that is under contract. Oh wow, second round pick two years ago, but he hasn't played. Which in NFL snaps yet? So, Tampa Bay's in a situation, and that also, if you think about it, this is going outside of the Bills, but NFC South quarterbacks are atrocious at the moment. If you think about it, mm-hmm. Atlanta has Desmond Ritter and Marcus Mariota. I think Marcus Mariota is actually a free agent, but whatever. Desmond Ritter, Mariota, Panthers have Darnold, uh, PJ Walker, Matt Corral. Yep. Saints have Winston and Dalton, and the Buccaneers have Kyle Trask. Oh wow. How bad of a division is that at the quarterback position? Oh, at the moment, God. it's going to change. Obviously, I, I think teams will bring in other players. Obviously, how bad is that? That's that's like no disrespect to to the professional football players, but compared to other AFC and if, NFC, that's well, look at the bad. AFC. If you look at the AFC West at the moment, right? You have Raiders who have no quarterback, but you expect them to go big game hunting mm-hmm. with the quarterback. Maybe Rodgers. Um, people thought Brady, but. If it's not Derek Carr, maybe draft a guy. Then you have Herbert, Russell Wilson, and Mahomes. Like compare that to yeah. what we have. Even like even our division. Yeah. Josh Allen, Mac Jones, uh, Tua, and whoever the Jets quarterback is. And I think it's gonna be a veteran, probably like Jimmy G or Derek Carr, in my opinion. That mm. you know what's on the Yeah, they <laughs> just said that they weren't gonna tell they were not bringing Jimmy G back. Yeah, I think it didn't I make think any Jets sense. Go so. Jets go after Derek. I think Jets get either Derek Carr or Jimmy G. Yeah, I would be yeah. shocked if they get Lamar because I don't think Lamar's going anywhere. I don't. And think I, would, I don't think Rodgers is going to the Jets, in my opinion, because the Packers are going to want a lot, and I think that kind of just guts the Jets. Yes, because you're going to have to you're going to have to send someone that way. You're going to send some legit players and some legit picks. Yep. And I don't think For Jets sure. do that. Then they might go Derek Carr, Jimmy G route, especially yeah. when they felt that they had a chance this year, and you know yeah. you're just going to send all of that away. Yeah, and you saw what Aaron Rodgers is with an okay team, and then the Jets become an okay team yeah. with that. And do you really want to pay for an aging quarterback that could right. leave it? We're going to retire after. And not even that. With the whole drama of him, do you want to do that? Because he might just he might just up and yeah. leave year after year one. Yeah. Why would you do that? No. So Derek Carr, look, if it's Lamar Jackson, yeah, you're trading a lot yes. for Lamar Jackson. He's a difference maker, and he's young. Jimmy G and Derek Carr seem like a – Oh, but he said he's not trading him in in a, in a NFC, right? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, because, yeah that's they, what he they, said. That's what they said. I don't know. They get a good offer from like, the Saints. I don't know, right? Right, you know, right. They might be like, okay, you know what? We still we're still better than them, no matter what. Like this true. Really so true. They think that way. Yeah, that is gonna do it for tonight's episode. Uh, for tonight's show, we talked about some Ken Dorsey. We talked about. Uh, the Bills defense, Bills add needs where they need to add some people, O-line, receiver, all that fun stuff. The Tremaine Edmonds, Jordan Poyer, and mm-hmm. all your guys' comments. So, T, before we uh, say adios <coughs> to everybody, where can everyone find your show, what time, what day, and your social medias? So I come, me and Mike, we record on Thursday live on the Facebook, um, Building Buffalo Facebook page, um, 2 o'clock. Come over there and check us out. Say hi, you know, drop a comment, whatever you want like to do. And then that comes out on Saturday morning, all day. Listen, take a listen. We don't take ourselves too serious. We just talk football. We chop it up. We just, you know, I'm just have a little conversation. Right. And then um, um, you can find me on Twitter right there, TSL, um, BIB, and Facebook, all that, Instagram, same thing. So, yeah, follow me. I'll follow you back. Yeah. Guys, Buffalo Blitz, every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitter. We'll be back next Wednesday. If you guys missed the episode, you can always rewatch it on that. But if you prefer the podcast version, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It'll come out tomorrow morning on your way to work. Follow me on Twitter at Peter, And make sure you guys follow every single thing built in Buffalo. Offseason is going to be ramping up draft, free agency, Continue the talk. Maybe some Super Bowl talk next Wednesday. Previewing the game. Maybe a little. We'll, we'll dabble in. Let's see. We'll see what happens next Wednesday. But yeah, everything built in Buffalo. So everyone have a good night. And as always, go Bills. Go Bills, guys. <laughs>